wrestle not against flesh and blood. Victory is a goal for every battle. Get set for an empowerment to conquer in the battles of life as you listen to Encounter with the Truth. We give God praise this morning. I also want to thank God for the life of His servant. For this privilege giving me to share God's word with you this morning. I pray that, that the same grace upon him shall minister to you in Jesus' mighty name. This month, in our Sunday teaching series, we are looking at releasing the supernatural. Releasing the supernatural. And in this service, we are looking at the part 2B of this series. We have established that the supernatural realm is the realm of God. And by redemption, the supernatural realm is the realm of the believer. When you become born again, you are no more a human being, but you are a supernatural being. In Psalm 82, verse 6, Psalm 82, verse 6, I have said that ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High God. When you become born of God, you are God. Just as goats give birth to goats, cattle to cattle, when you are born by God, you also become a God. So when you become born again, it changes your position from the natural into the supernatural. When we talk about the supernatural, we are talking about the realm of God. We are talking about the realm of signs and wonders. So salvation makes your life a sign and a wonder. In Romans chapter 6 verses 23. Romans chapter 6 verses 23. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our God. Hallelujah. So when you become born again, what happens is that God now pours his life into your life. So your human life is swallowed by the life of God. Again, Jesus, in John chapter 10 verses 30 to 38. The Pharisees always had a problem with Jesus. When he said that he was God. In verses 30. He says that I and my father are, are one. Then the Jews took up stones again to stone him. Jesus answered them. Many good works have I showed you from my father. For which of those works do you stone me? The Jews answered him saying. For a good work we stone thee not. But for blasphemy, because thou 
because that thou being a man makest thyself God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law? I said, Ye are gods. If he called them gods, unto whom the word of God came, and the scripture cannot be broken. Say ye of him whom the Father has sanctified and sent unto the world, Thou blasphemest, because I said, I am the Son of God. If I do the works of my Father, believe me not. But if I do, thou Though ye believe not me, believe the works that ye may know and believe that the Father is in me and I in him. Hallelujah. Jesus was saying that the works that you see me works, it is because I am God. It is because my human nature has been swallowed by the nature of God. That is why you see me work the works after the order of my father. So when you become born again, it is not a blasphemy like Jesus was telling them to say and know and walk in the consciousness that you are God. So what it means is that anything that God can do can also manifest through your life. He said that when you become born again in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6, you are seated in heavenly places. You are above principalities. You are above thrones and dominions. So, whatever is from above, he says is from above all. What it means is that when you become born again, you become above the issues of life. So the supernatural, the realm of signs and wonders, is the realm of the believer when you become born again god pours his life into you and you begin to manifest like god hallelujah what is the supernatural the supernatural is the realm of signs and wonders the supernatural is the realm of wonders the supernatural is the realm of strange acts and manifestations of the marvelous acts that only God can do. It is the realm of strange acts and manifestations of marvelous acts that only God can do. Because it is the realm of God. When you walk in the supernatural, what happens is that your life becomes a marvel. It is the realm where the happenings are only happenings God can do. So if things happening around your life are the things that men can do then you are not manifesting the supernatural there are things men can do and there are things only God can do the supernatural is the realm of manifestations of things that only God can do for instance the Israelites go to war and we know that for you to be victorious on the field of war you must have sophisticated weapons, machine guns, 
where you can defeat your enemies. But the Israelites went to war and with a few number of people, God began to intervene and started throwing stones from heaven against their enemies. That is a manifestation of the supernatural. That is an act that only God can do. Hallelujah. Somebody with blind eyes gets healed. That is an act only God can do. That is the realm of the supernatural. So when you become born again, you also command marvelous acts like the way God will command in his life. Hallelujah. So the supernatural is operating in the class and in the frequency of God. It is working the works of God. In John chapter 14, John chapter 14 verses 10 to 11. Believe thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, the words that I speak unto you. I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he does the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very works sake. The Father is in me, and I in the Father, and because of that I work the works of the Father. That is what Jesus is trying to explain. That because God is in me, that is the reason why I produce works after his order. The supernatural, when you become born again, God lives in you. God's life is now the life that has, is embedded in you, that dwelleth in you. So you begin to work only works that God can do. What are the characteristics of the supernatural? The supernatural is characterized by power and dominion. It is the realm of power. It is the realm of dominion. God created the first man, Adam, as a supernatural being. And before the fall of man, Adam was manifesting as a supernatural man. And this man walked in dominion and tremendous power to the point that he was in charge of everything on this earth. Adam named all the things that God created and up to date none of them have been changed. As God intended to name them, it was the same that Adam also named them. Adam was in charge. He was manifesting like God. Come to think of it, there are some animals in deep sea that we know their names like shark, like whales. That means that before Adam could give names to all of them, he must go into the deep waters to be able to know that there are these animals there to give names unto them. 
there are some birds that are high in the skies. How was Adam able to locate them and name them? This first man that had the nature of God manifested in dominion and power. Everything was under the subjection of Adam. He said in Psalm 82 verse 6, you are God. It is an abuse on redemption for you to be oppressed by the devil. This scripture, I want us to read it. Give me the Amplified Version. In my research, I realized that there are ranks in the supernatural. In the ranks, we have God. Then, it comes to the new man, that is the believer. Before angels. Then after angels, we have the devil. His demons, and then we have the natural man, the one who is not born again. The Amplified Version says that, I said, you are God. Since you judge on my behalf, as my representative, indeed, all of you are children of the Most High God. When you become born again, you are a judge, judging on behalf of God. So it is an abuse of redemption for devils and demons who in the rank of the supernatural are under you to be harassing you. The most notorious armed robber in the world is just uh, a weakling before a small judge in the, in the courtroom. No matter how small a judge is, it doesn't matter the notorious armed robber or wicked armed robber. You become a weakling because when he gives sentence, he can say you are sentenced to death imprisonment and it is final. So this one that you are struggling with demons, leave me, leave me. I say that will leave me. It says neither here nor there. When you become born again, you are above principalities. You are above thrones. You are above the issues of life. You now take charge. Whatever you charge here on earth is whatever stands. So you can say to sickness, out. And sickness is out. You see people who understand their supernaturality deals with the devil without struggling. So I are saying, go, go, go. And say, I won't go. Leave, leave, leave. I you never see in the army where a recruit will be commanding a general. It's, it's never done. It's an abuse of office. You can't even try it. But sickness is depending your pains. Oppression of the devil is subduing you. It shouldn't be so. The realm of the supernatural is the realm of power. It's the realm of dominion where you control the affairs of the earth. 
So the rank in the supernatural makes you powerful. It makes you take charge in the issues of life. Hallelujah. I want to provoke you that all the witches and people with occultic power, they are below you. In the rank, you can't be feeling before angels, before the devil, before his demons and the natural man. So that somebody at your workplace is threatening you and you are going to see people, let's go and see him and beg him. It's an abuse of redemption. You sentence the person, I transfer you and the person is transferred. Hallelujah. That is the realm of the supernatural. Again, the supernatural is also characterized by the realm of God's abilities and strange manifestations. It is the realm of God's abilities and strange manifestations. When you are walking in the supernatural, your life shows the abilities and the capacities of God. So for instance, God does not live in the space of time. He has no end, he has no beginning. God is not limited by time. That is one ability of God. So when you are walking in the supernatural, you also have that ability. That is to say that when you are walking in the supernatural, you cannot be limited by time. What that one again means is that when walking in the supernatural, manifestations never come late. That is what it simply means. For some of us, we think it is too late for God to do something in our lives. We think it is too late for God to do something in our family. When you are walking in the supernatural, you walk in the abilities of God. So nothing comes late. In the supernatural, it is characterized by speedy accomplishment. That is the ability of God. Maybe your business is being threatened. Maybe your marriage is being threatened. I want to say to you that by walking in the nothing comes late. You can see Sarah at the existing. Not Bojo Bojo men. Chains were going after this woman. So, in the supernatural, you walk in the abilities and capacities of God. God is all powerful. God is almighty. So walking in the supernatural makes you a mighty man. It makes you a powerful man. With the supernatural, nothing comes late. I pray in your life for speedy accomplishment of issues in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. How do we release the supernatural? This is important because... Knowledge does not equal actuality or possession. That you know that you are a supernatural being doesn't guarantee 
that you manifest the supernatural. So how do we manifest the supernatural? There are certain characters, certain attitudes, and then certain actions that promote the manifestation of the supernatural. And in this service, we want to look at one of such attitudes. And that is the attitude of obedience. The attitude of obedience. Obedience equals signs and wonders. John chapter 14, verses 21. John chapter 14, verses 21. He that had my commandment and keepeth them, that is, obey them, he it is that loveth me, and he that loveth me shall be loved of my father. And I will love him and will manifest myself to him. So the manifestations of God through the believer is on the platform of their obedience to his word. The attitude of obedience provokes signs and wonders. One of the things that reduces a believer to a mere man is disobedient. In Isaiah chapter 42. Isaiah chapter 42. Verses 18 to 25. He said, Hear ye them. Look ye blind that ye may see. Who is blind but my servant? Who is deaf as my messenger that I sent? Who is blind as he that is perfect and blind as the Lord's servant? Seeing many things but observeth not, doing not, them not. Opening the ears but he heareth not. Then he says that what will happen to them? But this is a people robbed and spoiled. They are all of them snared in holes. They are hid in prison houses. They are for a prey and non delivery, for a spoil and none restoring. Who among you will give ear to, to this? Who hearken and hear for the time to come? Then the verse 20 uh, he said, Who gave Jacob for a spoil and his right to the robbers? Did not the Lord, he against whom we have sinned? But they will not walk in his ways, neither were they obedient unto his law. Therefore he has poured upon him the fury of his anger, and the strength of battle. It shall set him on fire run about. Yet he knew not, and he bear, it burned him, yet he laid it not to heart. It is dangerous to walk in disobedience. The people are ensnared in holes. The people who have the capacity to live like God are put in prison because they will not obey the law. Whatever word that you don't obey, whatever prophetic word that you don't give heed to, puts you in holes and prison. He said he has set the fury of his anger. So this one is, is, is not like the devil tormenting 
God set his fury of anger against those who are disobedient. So when you don't walk in obedience, you may be confessing that you are a supernatural being. But you can never manifest the supernatural. He said, who gave them to the robbers? He said, not the law. So God himself hands you over to the devil. Even when you are not handed over to the devil, you know what happens when you have been handed over to the robber. So, obedience is what makes us walk in the supernatural. The word of prosperity that you don't obey cannot let you manifest supernatural or financial fortune. The word of health that you know that you don't obey, you cannot manifest in health. So obedience is what makes the believer walk in signs and wonders. We saw so many times in the Bible. Jesus is a symbol of sign and wonder, symbol of the supernatural life. In John chapter 2 verses 5. The first miracle that Jesus worked was as a result of obedience. The mother of Jesus told them, whatever he tells you, do it. Whatever he tells you, do it. And as a result of their obedience to Jesus, a miracle was performed. When we walk in obedience, it provokes the manifestations of God through us. Peter has toyed all night. No harvest. But an encounter with Jesus, he said, cast the net over there and launch it into the deep. By Peter's obedience, supernatural harvest was provoked. When we obey God, we provoke the manifestations of God. The reason why the church is not characterized by dominion manifestations of God is because of disobedience. Because so many times we want to do our own things. So many times instead of obeying God, we tend to do our own things. We saw in the life of Naaman, a man with leprosy, came before the man of God and said, let him wash himself in that river seven times. But for Naaman's disobedience, would have returned back to his country with that leprosy. But by the obedience to the word of the prophet, that manifestation was provoked. I pray that God will baptize us with the spirit of obedience to be able to manifest the supernatural in the name of Jesus Christ. We saw in the life of Abraham, we saw in the life of Isaac, there is famine. Isaac wants to run away to Egypt. God said, no, don't go, stay here. And by his obedience, that same year that there was famine, when people were planting, they were not harvesting. The Bible said that same year he planted and he reaped hundredfold. That is the product 
of obedience. In Job chapter 36, verses 11. Job chapter 36, verses 11. Job 36, 11. If thou will obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. Hallelujah. In Deuteronomy 28, verse 1. If you hearken to the commandments of the Lord, then shall all these blessings come upon you, and the Lord shall set you above all nations. So the kind of manifestations that is a marvel to the world, that God sets you above all nations, is on the platform of your obedience to God. Obedience is simply doing whatever He tells you. Obedience is your quick response to the instructions of God. Obedience is prompt and excited response to the instructions of God. Partial disobedience is equal to disobedience. That God tells you to do something and you do something, you don't do something, it's so disobedient. So obedience in the life of Saul King Saul. When God commanded him to do offer the sacrifice, he waited up to the sixth day. He did some. But after the seventh day, the pressure of the people, when Samuel is not coming, he disobeyed God. And the Bible said, when Samuel came, he said that God would have established your throne over Israel forever. What dethrones people from the dominion over the temple is their disobedience. Is that disobedience? Rulers are made out of people who follow rules. If you don't follow rules that God gives you, you can never end up as a ruler. So your obedience to the word of the law. There are some of you, God gives instructions through a servant. You are doing this fasting. Say, ah. I've done my uh, three, uh, three days ago. I can't do it. I'll do my maybe three days time. You don't know what awaits you. Hallelujah. So your obedience is the trigger of signs and wonders. As I said, the first man was a supernatural being. But lost his supernaturality through disobedience. When Adam disobeyed God, then Adam began to live like a mere man. He said, You shall sweat before you eat. You shall go through pain. So, disobedience limits people in their operations in God. In 2 Corinthians chapter 2, uh, verse, 2 Corinthians 10, verse 6. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 6. He said, Having in a readiness. Revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. You know what that one means? Things will obey you at the level that you obey God. Having in all readiness to revenge disobedience, all disobedience, so sickness will obey you when you obey God. 
issues submit to you when you also submit to God. That is the reason why the major way the devil attacks you is by attacking your disobedience, attacking your obedience to God. When the devil can get you to disobey God, then he can rule over you. Because issues of life submit to you as you also submit to God. So if you refuse to be dominated by the word of the law, then you cannot walk in dominion. So the attitude of obedience is a requirement for the manifestation of the supernatural. And you see that you can't do this in the energy of the flesh. Hallelujah. That is why God also baptizes the believer with a spirit of obedience. There are so many things in the energy of the flesh. You have ever purpose in your heart never to do them. But the same day you purpose in your heart not to do them, the same day you do worse things. It is because you can't obey God in the energy of the flesh. You can only do that when you are empowered by the Holy Spirit. So when you are baptized by the spirit of obedience, then you begin to walk in obedience to be able to manifest the supernatural. What is the supernatural action or step I need to take in order to Command the supernatural. The supernatural is commanded by the act of faith. Faith is a fundamental requirement for working the works of God. In Romans chapter 11 verses 19 to 24. Romans chapter 11. Verses 19 to 24, it says that that will say then the branches were broken up that I may be grafted in. Well, because of unbelief, they were broken up, and thou should stand by faith. Be not high minded, but yet. For if God spare not the natural branches, take it less, he also spare not thee. Behold therefore the goodness and sovereignty of God on them which fell but towards thee goodness if thou continue goodness otherwise thou shalt be cut off. And they also if they abide so in unbelief shall be gathered in God in for God is able to gather them in again. But if thou were cut off the olive tree which is wild by nature and wet Captured contrary to the word in a good olive tree, how much more shall these, which be natural branches, be grafted into their own olive? Hallelujah. So, what he's saying is that by their own belief, they are cut off and grafted from God. So, what faith does is that faith 
engraft you into God. In a great engraftment is that the tree that is engrafted into another tree, the weaker one that is engrafted to a stronger tree, begins to draw from the stronger vessel so that the weaker tree will also become stronger. So what faith does is that you as a human being that has now become a supernatural being, you are now engrafted in God so that virtues from God can flow into your life and then you also become stronger like God. That is the realm of faith. When we walk in faith, we are inducted into the class of God. You are engrafted in God. So whatever is in God naturally flows into your life. So by faith, whatever is not in God is not permitted to be in your life. They came to Jesus. How can we work the work that you have been working? He said, for you to command my work, you need to believe. So faith makes you a worker. It makes you work the acts of God. It is your faith that puts you on the platform for you to manifest the supernatural. So when you are walking in faith, the life of God flows in your life cheaply. That is what faith does in the life of the believer. But the kind of faith that works the supernatural is the faith that is violent, reactional, and confrontational. The faith that releases the supernatural is a faith that is violent, that is reactional, that is confrontational. Matthew chapter 11 verse 4 Since the day of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. Those who are able to partake of the blessings of the kingdom are people that matches the devil with violence. The supernatural will not come without resistance. The supernatural comes with resistance from the devil. That is why you also need to be violent and confrontational. That is the only language the devil understands. Note that promises does not equal possession. Whatever God has said about your life will be resisted by the devil. The devil resists your health, will resist your marriage, your business, will resist your family. Every good thing God has said about your life will be resisted by the devil. 
you need to react and confront the devil with your faith in order to subdue the devil. There are so many believers who are too settled for good things to happen to them. Until you are violent in the things that God has said about your life. That man who was blind, but denials, marked after 10 and his body, five gold. Violent faith. Jesus is passing by. He started shouting. Son of David, have mercy on me. Son of David, have mercy on me. The people were trying to suppress him. They keep quiet, keep quiet, but he won't keep quiet. Violent, calling on God. Then, Jesus caught the attention of Jesus and came to the Lord. By his violent faith, he received his miracle. You see, Always I say, never accept the sympathy of people. Never let people put you down. The same people who are saying, keep fire, keep fire. When you read the account, when Jesus called, he said, be of good cheer. The same people. They said, be of good cheer. He called you. Never accept the sympathy and the suppression of men. Let your faith be violent and reactionary. That is what will command the supernatural. The devil works by threat. But when you confront him with violence, then you will know that he is empty. So, your manifestation of the supernatural is on the platform of your violence it's on the platform of your confrontation. Papa said, when they started ministry, they were meeting at a place. One time, the one who was overseeing that place, the director was changed. A Muslim came. And then this Muslim wrote the letter, sent somebody, brought the letter and said, we are giving you two weeks. In two weeks, you should vacate this place. And then he said, he looked at the man and shook the hands of the man and said, Anyone that has a hand in this letter, in seven days is gone, is dead. Leave some tongues on the man and then they allow him to go. Then the man went out and then came back to the and said, He said, I was sent to. He said, Two weeks never wait to be moved from that place to where God gave them. In the first service, I shared a testimony of one man and a woman at the filling station. He said, thing is he said, you will never get to your destination. If he has not confronted the woman, he said, I will get there. And when I get there, you will die. When it happens, if you are speaking like vegetable, they will kill you like a mere man. Hallelujah. Be violent and, and be aggressive. Confront sickness in your body. React to sickness in your body. So many of us, we are not confrontational. We are not reacting to the negative things in our life. You have become, you have accepted the law. 
doctor's report and that has become your chewing state that you are chewing confront that situation shoot sickness in my body this is not your dwelling place and as you do that you confront that issue it will leave you I realized that Jesus any time he was dealing with devils he confronted them with abusive language to power and unclean spirit. You know that the devil is empty, not dead. If you are not confronting the devil and being reactionary, the devil say, Hey, the Lord shall hey, hey, another one. Hallelujah. Everyone who had his or her miracle was violent in his or her faith. The woman with the issue of blood. You can imagine so many people following Jesus. This is a woman who is bleeding. But forgot about the issue. Went through the people. Like if I can touch the hem of his garment through faith, through pushing through. She got her miracle. So the faith that commands the supernatural is the faith that is violent and the faith that is reactionary. I pray that God will baptize you with that spirit of violence in the name of Jesus Christ. Violence in the sense that you are reacting to anything that God, you cannot see in God. But we are saying that the supernatural is the realm of God. What flows in the life of God is what flows through you. So whatever is not flowing in, in God, that you are seeing in your life. He said, an enemy has done it. He said, did we not plant good seeds? Where come these said? The family, did God not promise you good children? Did God not promise you good health? Did God not promise you prosperity? Where cometh this lack and war? Know that an enemy has done it. Where cometh this sickness? An enemy has done it. So our fruit confronted anything that God has not planted. Hallelujah. Any situation that makes people question your God is an issue you need to violently confront. And as you confront it with the word of God, Hallelujah. Again, the faith that commands the supernatural is based on your corresponding action to the word of God. It's based on your corresponding action to the word of God. In the first service we said that faith is expressed through the mouth. A faith does not only work through speaking, also by your corresponding action. In James chapter 2, verses 26. James chapter 2. Verses 26. He says that for as the body without the spirit is dead, 
so faith without works is dead also. So faith is inactive when it is not expressed with their corresponding action. If God says you are healed, behave like someone who is healed. Corresponding action. Corresponding action. Corresponding action. Jesus told them, put water in the glass. As they perform that act, the water turned into wine. In fact, your corresponding action is a proof that you believe God. Your corresponding action is a proof that you believe God. Just as the body without the spirit is dead, so also faith without a corresponding action is dead. So if you are saying, I am healed, I am healed, I am healed. And you are saying the other thing, cover me with blanket, cover me with blanket. Two opposite things. Is that you are healed or is that yes, I believe, but cover me with blanket, cover me with blanket. If you believe you are healed, get out and believe you are healed. Hallelujah. Behave so. Don't stop behaving like somebody who is poor. If it's the way you walk and the way you approach them, if you say you are prosperous, behave so. Talk so. Let it show in your action. Hallelujah. Because it is behaving that moves God to intervene in the situation. In First Samuel chapter two, verse three, God is a God of knowledge, and by Him actions are weighed. God is a God of knowledge, and by Him actions are weighed. So God will do unto you according to your action. God performs in our lives based on our corresponding action. So, by your actions, by your profession, faith begins to work the supernatural. In conclusion, faith works by our compassion for God and for man. That faith that worked by love, compassion, responding to the needs of men. I realize that most of the miracles, outstanding miracles Jesus performed was because of his compassion for the people. When the needs of men your heart. God also puts it in your hand to be a blessing. Compassion simply means putting yourself in the shoes of others to meet their needs. When you are praying for the sick, pray for them like you are praying for your biological child. When you are praying for the Lord, you pray with all your heart and sin. They are your biological children or your whatever. That is compassion. 
And by that, it empowers your faith to work. Because the man that God will give power to work miracles must be level-headed. If you don't have compassion for your fellow man, you are loggerheads with somebody. When they bring the dead body of that person, do not resurrect or raise that person. So God will not give you the power to do that. Compassion is what triggers, it empowers your faith to be able to command signs and wonders. Every miracle, every miracle is traceable to the compassion of Jesus. Have compassion over the people. Touching the needs of men. Touching the needs of other people. There are so many believers who cannot be rich when God blesses them. There are so many people God will lose when He blesses them. So God will not let them command financial or financial fortunes. Your faith is a function of your compassion. Just as water quenches fire, so also lack of compassion quenches your faith. Hallelujah. Shall we please be on our feet? We hope you have been blessed by the word. We would love to have you worship with us at Congress Global Ministries, located at British Sailor Society, Takrade, near the Harbour Gate. Or call us on 0243-287-958 or 0246-111-278. You are blessed.